Hi. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Getting Real with Diane and Katie. Hey, Diane. Hey, Katie. I'm Diane Devone, and this is Katie Susie. And we're here together with our new podcast. We're very excited. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. It's really exciting. We're... um, we were just in conversation, Katie and I, uh, before the we started recording, and um, we were talking about how um, how podcasts are a big thing now, and I mm. think it's because so many people are so busy and they don't have time to really sit and listen to one another mm. and uh, to really uh, really get connected to people's words and to people's energies Mm. and uh that's what we've done katie and i have done for years Mm. we've been talking about this to try to bring this out because we have such rich conversations Mm. and they're inspired they're kind of almost like a riff they're like an improv Mm. because they're inspired in the moment um so we wanted to bring this out in some way and just kind of um, just be inspired by what rises through our words to each other. Mm. Yeah, that's great. I know because you just mentioned how we're just living in this world of sound bites mm-hmm. and our nervous systems have become a little entrained to these little snippets, right. you know, and you could see, you know, we, we can be creatures of habit. But as you said, the podcasts have become so popular because there's such a, a longing and innate desire for true communication. Yes. Yeah, and that's how we met years ago. Katie and I, I mean, we're both involved. Well, I'll speak for myself. I'm involved in many different forms of alternative healing. Uh, I've created a system called the Art of Emotional Connection and the Art of Speaking Consciously. And it's all about connecting body, soul, mind, emotions, Mm -hmm. and how we move in our bodies through the world. Mm -hmm. And um, it's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I I live and then I teach it. And uh, so this, again, is how all of this was born for Mm -hmm. each of us. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know if you want to speak a bit, Katie, about your... Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess just through my own, um, my own life experience, um, how I was raised and, um, you know, how my experience in my body as I would say I was pretty in shock person. And, you know, for the audience, I, I think we're frequently are. Our example of what shock means is kind of like, I remember you used to throw a blanket on somebody if they were in a car accident. Like there was this real limited thing that what shock was. Mm. And I, what I learned um, was that shock is really pretty common. And it's just like walking around in the world where you're not really experiencing your life. You're shut down, you could say. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's, you know, pretty much a lot of my life due to traumas and due to just craziness in in my family and and in a lot of ways you know I was a pretty numb person and I mean hey if we could all walk around numb and it would be okay like we, we'd probably do that but the thing is I just feel like that my spirit there were just parts of me that just knew that this wasn't there was more to life than this for me 
which set me on a journey of needing to, I didn't know at the time, but needing to learn how to like be inside of my body and experience my life more. And, um, and thankfully, you know, I did, I, I took, you know, my own winding road to find that through different therapies and healings and, you know, really, really um, immersed my life because it just was so life-giving to learn how to feel and learn how to express my feelings and learn how to ask for support. You know, there's like a lot of pieces, but, um, you know, what a rich life I've been able to, you know, just create in, in this, you know, past 15 or 20 years. You know, I feel so, so blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that because when you talk about shock, I mean, I I know, uh, um, you know, it's it's it is like a, a shocking word, a shocking thing <laughs> to think about, you know, because you think about. I always related it to, you know, people can relate to it as a a car accident. You're in shock after the car accident, right. or something, some big dramatic thing. And, you know, shock is is where we go into shutdown mode, into paralysis, into, you know, fight, flight, freeze. And these things happen so automatically and they're done through, you know, to, to create survival in our systems, mm-hmm. you know. And it's when we start becoming aware and getting in touch with that that we know, oh, I just was I just going into shock, mm-hmm. you know, where you can have like a witness part of yourself to see that. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's, it's so dominant, I think, in the world, not just in uh, culture. I mean, I think it's in the world. Yes. And shock is not a, at times, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a survival thing. It keeps us functioning. Yeah. It's, I think it's just when we, um, you know, when we live through the shock place, which is when we live through being numb, and I think that's what, I know that's what my whole life is about. It's about becoming more alive and being in my passion mm-hmm. and my curiosity mm-hmm. and my aliveness. And I think that that's what we're, we, we're wanting to bring here, getting real. What does that mean? It's mm-hmm. just, you know, we're kind of be starting off with no topic, uh, you know, no direction, so to speak, but yet it's really very enlivening for me because this is what you and I have done for years it's so it's so much fun to just kind of for me it's it's like I think of musicians when they're just there you know jamming Jamming, (laughs) you know and I love that I like to think about this as like we're jamming with our words Mm. and with our energies Mm. and with the with the with the rhythm of what's what's next what what wants to be revealed next Mm. through that yeah, and it just made me think. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah because I, as you're naming, like it's you and I jamming, and then the, I've had this image of the and this third party, which is the listener, and like we don't know who they are, you know. But I, it's like they're here with us, you know. I, I feel the presence of the listener, and that is so it's such a new feeling actually for me, um, and it's pretty cool because there's a big energy in in that that's contributing that makes it different than the, our riffs and our jams when it's right. just you and I on the phone and it's really pretty cool. 
<laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. So I love, you know, I, I appreciate that because I feel like, yes, you know, so you as the listener, then what are you thinking about? Do you ever do this with your friends or with your partners or, or family or whatever? Can you, you know, is everybody kind of uh, talking over one another? Mm. I mean, that's another huge thing where people are just talking over one another. Mm. And um, that's that's a that's a hard one for me, you know, mm. because I, I get in that energy, and then I I kind of step back when people start, you know, even if I'm being asked a question, and then there's many people speaking at one time, it gets confusing for mm. me. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. And and I noticed that times I would get a little irritated because I feel like no, let's just all stop and take a breath and respond but mm-hmm. because i think again because we're uh, with all the social media and the technology there's things have just speeded up so much yeah. and i think that that's what i know i'd like to do in these podcasts is to help slow help people slow down mm-hmm. so maybe if as you're listening to this out there maybe you can slow down and realize that there's space in between the conversations, mm-hmm. listening, and then we're responding to each other, and um, and it's a nice flow of conversing. That's right. Yeah, and it, it feels satisfying. Right. You know, and well, that's innate. what, yeah, yeah and, and for me as well, and I, I mean, I'm going to speak for, I think it is innate that it will feel satisfying. This is my perspective, that it will feel satisfying to be heard and to give someone else opportunity to speak and you and you listen, you can receive it as well. So, you know, there's a satisfying feeling for me uh, that, I, that I've learned over time. And I want to bring the body into it because I think it's been my exploration of the body-centered type of work that helped me really own that. I know when I went to talk therapy, it felt good to be heard, and that was wonderful. But when I learned the body-centered work, I there was a new thing I could own. I started to understand why things felt good. Oh, because mm-hmm. I'm present, and I'm, I'm breathing, and I'm filling myself in the room with this person. And uh, and what just came to mind is, I think a big piece of though of learning how to be really present and give space to someone else who's speaking was, oh yeah, this is so good because I I was taught about um, when I leave, when I go away, when I get triggered, <laughs> you know that you know that's a really good um, piece. It's like okay, so. If, if I'm noticing that it's hard for me to stay present and really listen to another person, um, to be present, well, well, where am I and what happened? You know, so it's like I got triggered, you could say. This person said something and it made my mind, you know, start thinking about something that's totally unrelated to this topic. And, I, you know, it's been a process of noticing myself what if I'm not present, it's not wrong and it's not bad, but well, why, you know, what happened? Where am I? <laughs> right. 
I love that. Yeah. I, yeah, I love what you said about, you know, learning to be in your body and be present in your body. And I feel like that's that takes a while. You know, you're, you're naming things that are, I, I think that is so beautiful. Mm. And, you know, and also there's a there's a witness, what I call a witness intact mm-hmm. of self mm-hmm. saying, where am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where am I in my body? What's happening? You, you, you're naming like techniques that say, mm-hmm. um, I went away. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to have enough of yourself to know that you just went away. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and again, I think it's really powerful to be able to say to anybody out there that's listening, maybe the next time something like this happens in your own life, you know, and somebody's talking and then you kind of go down a road of that. That's not even about the, excuse me, about the conversation Mm -hmm. that's taking place. That's when you go away. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're talking about. Katie Mm -hmm. is saying, you noticed when you went away, that's powerful, Mm -hmm. you know, because now anybody listening, we do this hundreds of times a day. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you might go away a lot. Yeah. And now it's about kind of, I call it bookmarking, kind of bookmarking that part to say, oh, I just wasn't even in that conversation. Right. right. And that's how we start coming home to ourselves and like what you said about being in your body. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm thinking right now, just like, you know, for... It's it's just come to mind to be like, oh, let's remind everyone to breathe right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> or to just notice, you know. I haven't always enjoyed being told to breathe. You know, it's not always my favorite thing. But just to notice, like, notice your breath. You know, as, as Diane and I are even saying all this, to notice, notice. Mm-hmm. Where, yes. And that's really how you start to even realize, oh, I'm not here. It's just not like, well, just notice. Notice, and sometimes even you know after many years of 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 learning how to be present, I'll I'll remind myself to um, feel my butt on the chair or feel the breath, feel my breath or my hands and feet if I'm getting troubled by something. And you know what? Sometimes it's hard, even though I'm even coaching myself. It's like I'm disconnected from my own you know being. And, um, and like I said, even after many years, so, you know, especially in the beginning, right? it takes, it takes some time. Um, but my experience has been such a, a fundamental piece, um, to enhance my relationships specifically, you know, is to, um, notice, notice what's rising in me because it can be so easy to get what I call triggered. Uh, in a in a conversation, whether it's your boss or your friend, your sister, your husband, your wife, whoever it might be, you know the conversation's going so fast, and if I'm not in my body and I'm then I'm reacting. You mentioned before about responding. I think you meant, did you bring up the word responding? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, and you know, but we, it's very common to be reactive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that again because that that's so that's another piece of this. It's like most of most people, and I'm generalizing, but you know, react to things, and that's another piece of awareness. So if we're really not in our bodies and we're not connected, 
then we're not really noticing that we're uh, that we're reacting right now because everything is you know how do we stop reacting and being able to respond and i think we have to slow down everything is about slowing down so maybe the basics you know the basics of that are what you just said is you know breathing am i breathing am i holding my breath mm-hmm. what's happening right now mm-hmm. i was you know i was going into the city you know i'm, I'm in i'll just say for mm-hmm. the viewers uh, the, the the audience uh listeners i should say um you know i live in new york and i was going i was on the going on the railroad the other day to go into manhattan and i was on the train station and it was cold uh, but the, it was also just kind of like I was just I was watching people. There were a lot of people on the station and I just felt like I wanted to jump. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought to myself, well, are you really going to jump right now? Because mm. I felt like I I was, you know, I, was, I just felt a little anxiety and I was noticing I was an anxiety because going into Manhattan, there's a lot of energy. Yeah. I knew I was going to be going into the energy of the city and preparing myself mentally and physically <laughs> going, you know, just getting mm-hmm. on the Penn Station. And, you know, for anybody that hasn't been in New York or for people that know about New York, I mean, I'm born and bred New York. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just going into the city and getting out of Penn Station. So I was kind of preparing myself. So anyway, I'm on the station and I go, I didn't have earbuds in. And I thought, well, if I put earbuds in, I don't believe I'm listening to this. So that's what I did, but I didn't want to listen to music because I I just felt like being quiet. Mm. But I put my earbuds in, and then I started tapping my feet. I kind of started moving, Mm. (laughs) and then that was acceptable, Mm. you know. But for me to just be standing there, (laughs) because I really wanted to move and shake my body Mm. and move the energy like animals do, animals move their bodies. You know, it's just something that they do. And we as humans, especially as adults, I mean, kids do it all the time. But as adults, we're so so contained. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share that because that just came up as you're talking about moving your body or being in your body. Yeah, that's so great. It's really fun. It's it's perfect. And I, I do identify with that as well. And, you know, and, and it takes time. It's definitely like a continuum of learning how to uh, become more comfortable in your body. But to know, to learn, this is what I need right now, or this is what would help me feel more grounded and more present right now. You know, maybe I need to shake my body. Maybe I need to let out a sigh. I mean, I know I get teased because I'm so comfortable, like, sighing. <laughs> I'll just be like, ah. <laughs> And I don't think twice. And sometimes when I have new people in my life, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, that just feels really good. I know, because I was going up again at Penn Station. I'm going up the stairs, and I just let out a, oh. And then I realized where I was. And a couple of people, like two people around me, kind of looked at me, and I got, I felt embarrassed, you know. Because, you know, because here we are, we're all huffing and puffing and, you know, doing all these things. But yet, are we, you know, and again, it's not a criticism or a judgment. It's an observation and and just in the in the understanding of how we've shut ourselves down. Right. And, you know, to just want, you know, 
again, it's like these cultures, indigenous people that do shaking medicine and mm. just shaking and dancing mm. and it's part of the culture. And, you know, I think we're starved for that kind of movement mm. and that kind of expression. Mm. So... <laughs> no, it's all I love what you're saying. I'm just really feeling into it. I feel like there's so many, you know, places my mind is going right now. But I think in general, you know, I'm I'm trying to track also, you know, with the with our with our our audience right now as well as like how many directions I can go in. But I I just feel like um gosh, it's the body, movement, dance, uh you know, audible release, you know, making sound. Gosh, it's it's been probably one of the more fulfilling things that I've learned over the years. And yet I do remember in the beginning, it's intimidating, you know, it was an intimidation I about being, feeling, being that free, maybe you could say, so that I could just move my body, when I wanted to shake, you know, seems a little weird when your nervous system has been frozen for a long time. You know, that there may, there was a little fear in the beginning of, of like, oh, you know, and I, and I needed support, you know, and I'm so glad I, that I had, whether it was a one-on-one person to work with or a group or workshop, you know, to see other people do it. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, that lady just, you know, made some loud noises over there and, and she's getting totally supported. You know, it took time. And, and for me, and I know it's for me, a community like, wow, these people are doing this, you know, and they're okay. <laughs> right. You know, really to learn because we learn, we learn in community. And um, I mean, I think that's what makes it thrilling even to have this podcast and to share I feel in one sense, it feels like this really unique and beautiful knowledge that you and I have have learned and, and can share together um, because it's been my experience how enriching it can be for for a person and for those who resonate or, or those who need it. You know, because I remember when I first started really learning about the body and, and getting into my body, feeling my feelings God, I thought everybody in the world, you know, would benefit. But no, none of my peers, my friends, oh, they were ready for that. It was really me. I was ready. It resonated with me so deeply. And and thank God, you know, that I found that path. Right. You right. know, and people, go ahead. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think like what you, when you're saying, again, like you just said, where there's so many paths that we could go down in this conversation. So yeah. I'm trying to, you know, like... <laughs> just like laser beam in on because so many things so many branches to this go mm. you know as women well again i'll speak for myself as yeah. a woman you know my movements can be sexualized mm. so then how do i shut myself down mm. in that way to not be too provocative mm. um you know from my history mm. uh movements might have gotten me in trouble i was brought up in a catholic school environment and mm. I was, you know, they used to call me fidgety, mm. you know, so, mm-hmm. right. you know, because I was always moving and that's what kids do. And so I could go down another road of like the kids now with all this ADHD and, you know, or whatever, whatever it's called, you know, uh, where ki- <clears throat> kids are being diagnosed because of the movements. But this is who we who we are as yes. children. Right. We have all this energy. 
that needs to be released. Just again, I'm going to refer just as animals. They're always in movement. And we as adults have been, uh, it's kind of been beaten out of us, you know, maybe not physically, but emotionally, verbally, uh, on so many levels. So there's that. You know, so there's so many branches that this this conversation can take because of, um, you know, culturally uh, about our movements and yeah. what it represents, yeah. you know, so. Um, yeah, that yeah. can. Yeah, because that made me think of even like historically, uh, I'm, you know, I don't know, know too much about that, but I think of the word puritanical, you know, as a country that was started uh, by from what little knowledge I have really about it, I do feel limited, but, you know, there's puritanical uh, people, you know, and then it was like really about, you know, not being in your full human expression, you know, to be pure and to not have, you know, sexual urges or any expression of that. And, And I'm sure to be still and to the expression of children being raised to be seen and not heard. I just feel like as a culture, different from other cultures, like some African tribes that are taught to dance and move and shake, you know, right. this there is some roots in our country uh, that we were taught about, you know, being still and not causing, not drawing attention and being like kind of an not very human, human. Right. Let's be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Let's shut down all of our desires. And yeah. Not move. You know, close your legs as a girl. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, I mean, all these things, you know, yeah. Catholic school, my uniform, you know, yeah. all of those things. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I feel like, oh, did I get a wonderful education? Yes, for as long as I was in the system of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I it's, <laughs> but... You know, there were a lot of downs, you know, downside. There was a lot yeah. in my experience to that, yes. uh, to that type of repression. You right. know, that's in, you know, I had Italian Catholic background. Yes. So there was, you know, lots of things happening in that, mm. uh, in that idea of who I was supposed to be as a little girl, mm. as a young adult, mm. and then ultimately as a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, it's so, so rich. You, I know, we could talk for hours. <laughs> oh, no, I don't even know. I didn't even look at it. No, so, it's so good. So in this, maybe we'll wrap this up for this. <laughs> yeah. There's lots to discover, and this is why it's getting real with Diane and Katie, because we're just here kind of doing our thing, and, and it's. I just love it. Thank you, Katie. I just mm. love it to have the opportunity to do this together It's and to bring this to more people to, I hope that there's something out there for each of you. That's right. Because I know I get filled. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's really exciting. And um, yeah, me too. I, I feel honored and really excited that we're doing this together. And, um, you know, we, we just, you know, I'm just going to bring up just before uh, we, we started recording, you know, we were just talking about the creative process and, you know, and that's just another thrilling part of life. You know, we, we are creations and we are creative beings and how much to be on that edge of a creation is just life to me. And I'm, I'm so, you know, it's so fun to share this with you. 